down. Okay. I think, do I have <laughs> notes today? I don't know. Fuck. Did I delete my notes? My memory's been really bad. I've had to write everything down. Oh. I, I just accidentally pulled up the notes for High Fidelity. Oh, we could um, just do that again. <laughs> just, Charlie's awful is great. Yeah. Always going through a what does it all mean thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then my my laptop was uh, dead, which doesn't normally happen. But Oh, no. But uh, it's plugged into the charger now. And, uh, Crisis averted. Exactly. Um, so I'm James Crowley. I'm Marissa Winkowski. And uh, we're talking about uh, a missed opportunity for a good Metallica song. What? There's a, <laughs> one of the best Metallica songs is called Whiplash. And I was so disappointed oh. that it wasn't in this movie. Would not have fit at all. They could have. I feel like there could have been. There could have been some sort of sly reference. They could have stuck a, a Metallica "Kill 'Em All" poster in the background you know, you somewhere. Could, if they had one line referencing a Metallica song, "Whiplash," I would have been very confused. Oh, I would have loved it. I w- <laughs> see. Like even when he was like, "Okay," uh, so when he's like, "Okay," the song is "Whiplash." I was like, maybe it's like a jazz version of Whiplash. You I, assumed it was a jazz cover of a Metallica song? Yeah, I'd love that. That's what I well, really wish this movie was. I'm sorry. I don't think it could be that. But uh, that that was my lone disappointment for this movie. I really enjoyed this. I like this movie a lot. I think I remember um, when, like, the Oscars were happening. Now, I don't, like, have a lot of, like, emotional stakes in the Oscars, but I usually follow it, and I usually have, like, a favorite of the year. Yeah. 2014, I think my favorite was Whiplash. Or was, it was, like, in my top two. Was it nominated for Best Picture that year? Yeah. Because um, I know... That was also the year Ellen hosted, and it was, like, fun. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I guess, I guess Ellen's fun. She's fun. I like her. But yeah, she, that was her. the year um, I'm looking at it. Yeah, I think Whiplash. That wait, w- maybe it wasn't nominated for Best Oh, wait, hold on. Well, I think I'm looking at the wrong year because this one took place in 2014, and I feel okay, like... Okay, I take it back. It was the following year, Whiplash. It was the 2015. It was 2015, but the, the movie came out in 2014. Right. It's usually um, the way it goes. And what won Best Picture? Birdman. That year, Birdman. I guess that makes I haven't seen Birdman, but... I liked it fine. I didn't like it more than Whiplash. Um, was Whiplash? Whiplash was nominated. But J.K. Simmons won for Best Supporting Actor. Well-deserved. <laughs> very well-deserved. I think there is a case that uh, J.K. Simmons is the main character. In the, um, it really you could make that case. I I kind of see this as like um, they're both equally the protagonist and antagonist because they're it's just them like uh, dueling each other, but subtly. I heard like, it's like playing mind games with each other. I heard someone, maybe it was the director, say uh, that this movie was really. Um, a love story. It's kind of... Between the two of between them? Between the two of them. 
Yeah, yeah. And it really is, and it feels like it. And I, I wouldn't say it feels like a romantic comedy, but, like, the way it ends resolves very much um, like I imagine a Nicholas Sparks movie would wrap up, which but I've like, never seen, but... But I get that comparison. Like, yeah. it's nothing like a romantic comedy, but it also hits a lot of the same beats that a romantic comedy does. It's like these two, like... Uh, kind of are attracted to each other, but scared of each other. And they kind of have a back and forth and they kind of hate each other, but they also kind of love each other. And then I don't think JK Simmons is scared of, um, is it Matthew Ellis? Uh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller. I I went to school with a Matthew. (laughs) And I'm like, I know that's wrong. Um, (laughs) Miles Teller. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't think J.K. Simmons is afraid of Miles Teller. Well, I mean, you although know, Miles Teller like, gives him reason to fear him, I think I think it's not that I think J.K. Simmons' character is like afraid of him. It's um, there might be some level of insecurity that's being brought out in him. Yeah, because he he's just like constantly giving this kid second chances just to knock him down. And he's giving a lot of special attention to him. Yeah. Um, and I can't. And it's sometimes it's hard to tell. Is it like because he believes in him, or he wants to see him fail, or he's intimidated by his talent, or or does he just do this to everyone? Which he, it is, seems like he is abusive to everyone, but it, he's giving a lot of attention to this one kid. Right. But I I wonder if that's because he's new. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he just, like, he cycles through a bunch of, like, fresh-faced 19-year-olds well, that <laughs> until was kind one of, is standing. That's kind of what I figured his process probably was to some extent, because it seems like with, uh, it seems like it goes that way with everyone when he fires, uh, not fires, but when he kicks out uh, the one kid um, because he doesn't know if he's in tune. That genuinely broke my heart. Oh, that it's seems, horrible. That seems the only scene. Like, watching it again, I was I felt so bad for this kid. Like, more than I felt for any other character in this movie. I, uh, I yeah, I, I felt bad that he made fun of his weight. See, that, But I didn't feel bad that, but, like, at the same time, like, once I kind of, like, there is something likable about J.K. Simmons in this movie. Um, I which think is he's interesting. We- I there's I have this weird draw to him. I don't know. He's. I think I just like shitty people. Last week I was defending Rob Gordon. Uh, I think no, I just. No, I, I mean, but, the difference between J.K. Simmons and Rob Gordon is I think Rob Gordon is just such is just a little shit. J.K. Simmons like has some depth and poise to yeah. his character. Like, I still, I think at the end of the day, he is abusive for reasons that aren't good enough to be abusive. Yeah. Like, he's, it's not just that he's a tough teacher. Like, he's uh, giving kids mental breakdowns and drove one to suicide, it yeah. seems. I've been, I've been flipping over in my head over and over again. Do, does... Do his abusive methods, do I agree with the methods he uses or do I not? 
Because to some extent, I think to be on the receiving end of that wouldn't be good, and I would probably hate him. But at the same time, I think that, like, I I get where he's coming from, and I don't think that... I feel like it's easy to get, but to some extent, I'm like, yeah, that that works. And, like, if that works for you, do it. I think it's, like, it's... What I like about this character so much is that at no point did I feel like he didn't genuinely care. Like, yeah. like even though um, he he is, like, needlessly cruel, like, he doesn't have to be... But, like, you can yell at a student and not, like... Uh, it, it, what does he say? He he says he, that he says his everything. mother left him when he was a baby in yeah. front of the class, that which was something he told him in private. casually when yeah. private when there were no like he has like he like playing mind games is I think very unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, no, it's to, to he, push he, a student. There are a lot of really shitty things he does, but at the says. same time, like I the the conversation that he has with Miles Teller in um, the, the, the bar, I guess they, he says that like, it's, he, he feels like if he doesn't push these kids that they're not going to live up to their full potential. And if they can't handle it, then they never were going to, which yeah. is kind of a cynical way to do it. But, but it's also kind of true, but it, it kind of seems like he, he genuinely, he said, the word he used was, I think he said, I would be depriving the world of the next yeah, great which is a position. little pompous and arrogant. It, it's um, a little like, is that really in yeah. your hands? Like, is that your sole responsibility? But I at the know. same time, so I feel, I, I feel like I draw a lot of comparisons to comedy. Um, <laughs> but, like, I remember a discussion I had with someone uh, a while ago that was, should your first comedy show, should the first time you perform comedy be at an open mic that's just filled with comics where no one's going to laugh at you? Or should it be at, like, a bringer show where you bring seven friends and, you know, your friends, hopefully, will laugh at all your stuff and, you know, you'll kill. And... uh, some people think that you should do the latter first because it helps you get comfortable and confident. But I kind of am of the school of thought that like your first time doing anything should suck. And like, if you're not good at it and like, you don't have any desire to do it again, then like, yeah, you, you aren't going to make it. So like, it's, I, I, and I, I guess get it. Like, it's like, and it's about, I, uh, you know, yeah. it, giving you that push to be better or if you feel like you can't then, then you don't yeah so i don't know and like i don't know i guess and there are like less shitty ways to do it i'm sure there are nice teachers that bring those qualities out of people as well but <laughs> cuz like i've had um you know tough authority teachers or um people but, like I've had never to this extent, but like, I feel like a good tough teacher that I learned a lot from, um, I was like scared of them, but I respected them. Yeah. And I, I genuinely appreciated those people, even if I was afraid of them. Yeah. Um, and it's, it kind of seems like that's what's happening in Whiplash where like, 
Miles Teller is like scared of him, but um, he believes in what he's doing and yeah. kind of agrees with his method. Yeah. And I think that shows throughout pretty much throughout the whole movie. Because they're both like in a lot of ways, they're both kind of um, sociopaths. I don't know what the right word is, well, but they're both like yeah. kind of uh, closed off from the world. Nothing else matters. I'm the smartest person in the room. I don't need friends. <laughs> I, I Well, I think so. I think this is one aspect where they're different, where they're both kind of sociopaths. But uh, actually, never mind. I realize just because you can just because you can turn it off doesn't mean you're not a sociopath. Because <laughs> I was gonna. If say, anything, that means you're really. Good that means you're more of a sociopath. I was gonna say I think maybe well because I think about that scene with like the ten year old girl and like. See Jacob. that scene scared me the most because it was the well, most that... out of character, and that's what crazy people do is they yeah. they can just like. Well, no, he seemed like he was general. <sighs> See, but this is where he's just more of a sociopath because he, like, he could have those moments where, like, he talks to um, Miles Teller and he's just like, uh, oh, hey, yeah, you know, let's have fun with it. And, like, even when he's, like, first trying to get the thing in the in the band, like, it seemed like he was, you know, he seemed like a like an actual teacher would be on someone's first day. But but then he throws the fucking chair. Those I think okay. There are two instances. One of them is the the initial when he um, uh, brings Miles Teller into his class and like has you know a normal conversation with him and kind of welcomes him in and yeah. um, it isn't an asshole immediately. And the second part is when they're at the bar later in the movie. Both of those scenes were uh, lies. He was doing both of them to give him a false sense of security so he could slap yeah. him in the face later. I don't see either of those scenes as him being sincere. Well, when it, when it was in the bar, I think that's a definite no, just because, like, you know, it, it's all shown in that moment where he goes up to the drum kit and he's like, I know it was you, you little shit, or whatever. And, like, even it, when... <laughs> When I was watching, when I was watching the bar scene, I was waiting for the moment for him to, like, crack and be like, fuck you. Because, like, I knew there was some, you know, it, it's a movie. There's definitely some way that he knows that it was him mm -hmm. or he finds out or something. And I was just waiting for the moment to break. So, like, that, I could see it. I, But, yeah, no, he's more of a sociopath because, like, he knows he's going to throw a chair at him. He knows he's going to, you know... He goes for... He's really, like, a great villain in that way. Because, yeah. like, he's patient and he's cunning. And he he has these, like... It seems like he has these bouts of rage and anger, but they're so calculated. Like, every burn he makes is so eloquent. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're well he, thought out. <laughs> especially... Because this is the second time I saw this movie. The first time I saw this movie, I kind of saw the bar scene as a sincere moment. Like, I didn't, I wasn't waiting for him to chop his head off. Like, I kind of saw it as like, wait, these two could be human beings. Um, but watching it a second time, the bar scene, like, filled me with dread. I was like, I hate that fucking smile. I, I know what he's going to do I later. I knowing it all, too. Because, like, I knew the shit was going to hit the fan somehow. I'm like, there's 20 minutes left. 
there's something's gonna happen but yeah it like i guess knowing makes it that much worse which is like if you just strip this movie because this movie is very simple like it's really just it's very tom and jerry it's just like these two uh uh really hard heads just trying to one-up each other in a way and it all culminates in like instead of great instead of like a cartoon fight they like they uh kind of make awkward eye contact on stage but then they fall in love that's beautiful (laughs) yeah uh, you know that that drum solo at the end is like a kiss it kind of it is because like there's because it's not just about, like, hey, fuck you, I'm not leaving this stage and I'm not stopping until my hands fall off. It it was kind of like, hell yeah, I respect that. Good. Yeah. Go. It kind, well, it kind of started like that, and then, like, it, like, transitioned into it, and it was good. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Now, I guess, since I'm thinking, too, even that moment where he's, like, right giving them the pep talk before the show and he's like you know this could be a real career defining moment for you guys but don't screw up because these people never forget and then he's just like ah i'm gonna make you fuck up that's so good that's that's like a beautiful uh vengeance (laughs) this kid got you fired i mean rightfully got you fired right but at the same time if you got fired you would be like all right fuck you instead of instead of just like cornering this kid he waits until the perfect moment to not only humiliate him but possibly ruin his chances of the career that he wants which is amazing but then he has (laughs) that excellent drum solo (laughs) yeah it's like because strong <laughs> what if what if this was all just long ploy for him to like really bring out the best in him then, i think that's i think that's kind of what it was i think uh jk but Simmons, then it makes him less of a sociopath <laughs> i still think he's a sociopath because he's trying to make a musician he's not trying to make a friend that's <laughs> like, true i guess he's like pushing him to his full i think he wants like an heir <laughs> <laughs> i guess He's like, like I don't, I don't think, I don't think, see the ending of this movie as a happy ending, which you, you could see if you interpret it that way. Yeah, I they continue that. to work together, but they still, like, this doesn't stop. Like, they just go back and forth There's trying to murder each other. Tension. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And it doesn't stop until J.K. Simmons dies and Miles Teller takes his place and or, also people. Or Miles Teller dies uh, drunk and broke at 31. That's like probably Charlie more Parker. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess, I guess JK Simmons is just a more seasoned sociopath. Mm-hmm. Just cause like, cause like you can see the things with miles too, in just kind of being like, oh, yeah, we can't date because you're going to hate me, and I just want to be an amazing drummer. And, like, you know, this is better. <laughs> and then he, and then he does the shitty thing where he's like, oh, I'm going to call up this girl from a year ago that I went on three dates with. And She was way nicer to him on that phone call than she could have been. She could have been like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'm surprised she even picked up the phone. Yeah, like... like I can't... I, I'm going to... I have a comedy show in two weeks. I'm going to start calling up all my exes and be like... Just on stage. 
<laughs> no, uh, <laughs> on stage. Hey, I'm doing a comedy show right now. You should, uh, you should come. Um, oh my no, God. but like, I, I can't imagine. I don't see a world that girl picks up in. I know it's a movie. I don't know. But like. I, this- I also like, what did he think was going to happen? Yeah. He thought she. He's just so far gone. And it seemed even like before all this shit happened and when he's dating when on his first date with the girl, when he's like trying to be normal, he says, like, I don't really get along with anyone. Um, Which isn't something uh, you say on a first date. And she says that, too, to an extent, but it's different. She says she's homesick. She feels a little out of place, um, like she wants to fit in. And he's like, he's like, I'm not like everyone else. And I don't care. They don't like me. I don't like them. yeah yeah and he uh, see i didn't even think of that i just thought like there's the what does she say about her mom she says her mom she says like something shitty about her mom but then he's just like your mom sounds crazy i'm like i wouldn't say that on a first date she said something oh oh shit i don't remember specifically but oh okay here's what it was her mom made comments that made her insecure about her chin. Right, 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 Which is, like, mean, but you you shouldn't call someone's mom crazy, especially when you don't know them that well. On the first date. On the first date, you don't call someone... I have dear friends who I would never say your mom's crazy, even if I was right. (laughs) I think, like, I guess there's a way you could. You could be like, oh, your mom's crazy. You don't have a bad chin. But, like, he's just like, your mom sounds crazy. (laughs) He's like, I'm gonna drum her out of your life. So clearly, just like, like an insecure. um, He's got like the shark eyes. I know. But yeah, but like to some extent, I kind of understand where where he comes from. I I don't know. Just full of empathy, (laughs) you are. But like, so like, I don't know. I feel like. I don't want to say. Well, I feel like Miles Teller in this movie, but like, okay. <laughs> because, I mean, but like, well, because, like, I don't know. I feel like I know a lot of people that like do work hard to do what they want, and like do end up neglecting their friends. And I think to some extent I do that, but at the same time I don't do it in the the way that he does, where he's like, I don't want friends. I don't want. Any I think. Of this. Yeah, I I. I could relate to him in some ways and like trying to be a perfectionist and feeling like you need to leave a mark and be yeah. remembered, being remembered in the long term is more important than being liked now. But like, I can't, I don't have the willpower to follow that. <laughs> and yeah. I, I hope, I hope I don't go that far down the hole, but I get it. Like I understand. I think he's the worst extreme to like if my perfectionism like doubled in weight that it had on my life I would end up like him (laughs) yeah but yeah so yeah I agree it's it's like I think I think these are both like interesting and good characters and that's why this works so well because it's this movie is so simple there's no b plot there's no um yeah there, the stakes aren't even the B that plot high. is his relationship that he ends ten minutes into the movie, which is barely a B plot. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's just there and not there. But yeah, I don't know. I I I, lo- I really liked this. Like, 
and I I don't really have any gripes with it. Meaning, I this is like kind yeah. of, I don't like using this phrase, but this is kind of like a perfect movie. Yeah. And I don't mean that saying like it's my favorite movie ever or it like makes me really happy. But um, like there's nothing but, like there's, there's nothing, nothing to cut wrong out. with it. There's nothing to really cut out. There's nothing and it's not long either. It's only like an no. hour forty. It's the perfect length. Yeah. Every line is like used properly. I think it's it's really it's also really well shot. I like the shots of hands <laughs> the, well, I was going to say, if there's one thing I want to change, I want to see less bloody hands, but they they work. <laughs> I think, I I also think the last 10 minutes or however long that drum solo was, was like some of the most, like one of the most intense scenes relating to music in a movie I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Well, I think to some extent, you know, without kind of... Uh, this is the only movie besides School of Rock that we've done that's, like, about making music, right? Uh, yeah. I as far so. as I remember, yeah. I mean, like, it's referenced in High Fidelity, but not really. <laughs> but, so, like, I do think to some extent this was very real feeling, and it seemed like the movie that, like, I feel like the dark school of rock. This is the dark school of rock. Um, But like at the same time, this is Freddie Jones grown up. Um, But like, but like to some extent, like I feel like I feel like with every movie we do, because I feel like I do this too much and I'm trying to do it less where like I don't suspend my disbelief enough. Um, And I feel like this one asked me to suspend my disbelief the least. It's very real, I think. The only thing that I had to suspend my disbelief for was uh, that the girl picked up the phone. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little too much. That really took me out of it. Yeah, you know, I'm like, she wouldn't pick up. Yeah. (laughs) She'd block his number. Um. Um. I was thinking, this is, like, a stupid question, but I kept thinking, like, would this movie have been the same movie if it was an instrument other than the drums? Because I think that's, like, the most aggressive, primal, like, fast-moving. Like, if this, if everything in the movie was the same, but it was, like, a bassoon, would would it have been the same? I don't think so, just because the drums, like... Because, like, no instrument is as physical as the drums are. Yeah, because when, when I see a drummer, I feel like they're ha- getting a workout. Yeah. Or I and, don't feel that way when I see the other guys in the band. Yeah. And, like, what you'll end up seeing, too, with a lot of, you know, I see this with punk bands and metal bands where like every member of the band goes out on stage in like jeans maybe a t-shirt but they might even be wearing like jackets and things and sure they're sweating and stuff but the drummer's always in basketball shorts because the drummer's got to move you know there's a reason why it's a cliche to have a shirtless drummer it's just because it's hot and like they did that's why everyone says the drummer's always the sexiest person in the band because they got that workout <laughs> <laughs> they're grinding but like yeah i think that i think that like if nothing i think that it could work but it wouldn't be as 
moving. Yeah. Because you you literally see the blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. Where with anything else, you maybe see a little sweat and tears. <laughs> like, I don't think a bassoon player sweats. I'm just imagining like a different movie where Miles Teller is playing the clarinet and just a single tear. <laughs> <laughs> but I because I I realized like how much fat like there were points in this movie where I feel like the film was sped up because you like can't keep track of his arms. Yeah. They're just going all over the place. I think so one of the things I'd heard uh in my research was so Miles Teller actually played all the drums. I don't think they used a stunt double for him at all. Um really? maybe they did in some of the close-ups. But, like, he, apparently he played drums, like, from the age of 15 to whenever, uh, he probably still plays drums, but he started playing drums when he was 15, but, like, I guess he was, like, a rock drummer, which, very different. It's very different. What I liked about this, too, is, like, it didn't treat the audience like an idiot, also. Like... Even though it knew going in, like, oh, a lot of people going into this probably don't know jazz, it didn't, like, bother to explain the logistics of anything, which was nice. But, um... I think freeform jazz, too, is, like, the most intimidating genre to people who aren't familiar with it or into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I, I grew up with this. Oh. This is actually... I, I recommended this movie to my dad, and then I remembered he recommended it to me first years ago. <laughs> but um, uh, my dad plays the drums, oh. not seriously, but he bought a drum set, um, the- and it's in his apartment, and he plays them just for fun. He doesn't perform; he just plays them. Do his and hands it's bleed? Like- hmm? Do his hands bleed? <laughs> no, but like he's the kind of person who's like constantly moving and even before he bought this drum kit he was always the kind of person who was going like like tapping, like tapping on his knee like that's just what he did this is the kind of music he loves this is what like as a kid constantly freeform jazz that's <laughs> like, cool and he would when he listened to it he would like like move his arms and like tap along to it and just sometimes go yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> this was my youth <laughs> oh okay so like so like you had what uh, so like this is like music you know going into it sort of yeah i mean i was i was never like i can't say i go out of my way to listen to this on my own but i have an appreciation for it okay um i'm definitely familiar but like he there's something about freeform jazz that's like like improv it's not improv but it feels like improv it's kind of all over the place yeah well it's loose and like i think also to it's not pop music and i think to some extent anything it does follow the chord structure it's like yeah um like when when i would my dad would take me to like jazz clubs he would he would like sit um, right under the stage, like, like with his arm on the stage right? and, and just like nod and like, like tap on the stage along to the beat. He got really into it. Um, (laughs) but it would be the kind of thing where it would just like go on for a long time and you don't know what song is what, like, cause it doesn't matter. It's just like, they'll just, they'll just kind of play. 
And then right. like one guy in the band will point to another guy. He'll be like, all right, I'll do a solo. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. It was very loose. You have to, chill. you have to be a really good musician to do it. And yeah. like, I've, I remember like friends of mine that like, you know, played music casually growing up. I had one friend that played bass and he was like, Oh, jazz is fun. And I'm like, can you play jazz? And like, and now I don't think he could. I think he, he just appreciated some of the bass parts for it, mm-hmm. but he was like, Oh yeah. Playing jazz is really cool. But I, I, I feel like I'd be a lot cooler if I could play an instrument specifically in a jazz band. Because it's, it takes so much chops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget what I was going to say about this before. I was saying something about Miles Teller. Oh. Oh, fuck. The character or the actor? The character. Oh, no. The, uh, yeah, so, yeah, he played drums. He was a rock drummer. What was I going to say? Fuck. I don't know. But, oh, he, he did all his own drumming. I don't know. I think that's it. And I think what happened was, uh, I th- okay, I remember now. I think what they did was they dubbed, so I think they dubbed his drumming because he wasn't perfect. Yeah. But, like, it was close enough that you couldn't tell on screen. But I think that it, the fact that it's slightly off makes it feel that much faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't play the drums. I don't, I don't know how know to either. play the drums. I don't think I'll ever know. But so I probably wouldn't be able to tell if it was off. Um, but he looked, <laughs> he looked like he knew what he was doing. Yeah, it was, it was intense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everything about that was fucking. I don't know. Even just like, even watching him play right after that car accident, like, it was wild. I also love the car accident itself because you don't see it coming at all. Yeah. But, like, but it's, it's kind of right there in the title. But he doesn't miss a beat. He doesn't yeah. give a shit. Like, he doesn't even, like, stop to collect himself. He's just yeah. like, fuck this, I'm leaving. It, that was a rental car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I assume that it gets sorted out sometime in the time passing. But that was a th- that was a thing that I ended up thinking about. I'm like, what the fuck did he do? Like, yeah, did did that ever like? Because like he's I'm definitely sure he got a bill. Uh, maybe he got conned into buying the the renter's insurance, and it's covered there. Or or maybe this isn't a problem because he's like a big deal musician now, and he has plenty of money. But that's now, not. Not at the time. <laughs> he, he went sorry, to go work I mean, at Starbucks. One month later, he's a famous musician. <laughs> Everything is fine. But in that time, he started working at Starbucks to make money. He 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 really did the the artist thing. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, I I think I think what works so well is that he's even though he's such a piece of shit, you're kind of on board with him. And like, it's, it's like, it's simultaneously satisfying to see him fail, but also satisfying to see him succeed, which I think is kind of rare. Yeah. I feel equally good. I think, 
I think just like with the level of drive he has, you are rooting for him. Yeah. Because even even when he's a dick, you kind of sympathize with him just because yeah, like his dickishness comes from a place of of um him trying to be the best and like who doesn't want to be the best but yeah. like most people also want friends <laughs> yeah sleep well i think about when he's at dinner with i assume his cousins oh um, yeah i was like a little confused about who those people were that was his it, family yeah it took me a minute i'm like i guess it's his family but like then i remember oh his mom left so probably not brothers mm-hmm. um i also like that the mom left in this and not the dad yeah. It, uh, something different. I also like that she left and she didn't die. I feel yeah. like the mom usually dies. Yeah. Um, but, uh, when the cousin's, like, talking about his football game or whatever, and then he's like, it's D3. Like. <laughs> he's such a shit. But, like, like, I feel that so much. That's so, there's no oh, it's reason so you should sh- say that at the dinner table. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh my god, there was one line that I thought was kind of clever. I don't know if they did this on purpose. I think it happens where um, he's talking to his not-girlfriend on the phone, like, later on in the movie, and he says, like, oh, I'm in... I think he says, like, oh, I'm in JVC, and she goes, JV? And he was like, no, JVC, because <laughs> JV means junior varsity. Right. Like, and it kind of, he kind of was almost just like he had an immediate, like, I don't play sports. <laughs> I'm a musician. Some people are like of- that. See, like, there are people that are still like that, that I know at like 24. And I'm just like, I don't know. Cause I used to be that guy, but like, I don't know. The people who are like, I don't get sports. Like, I, don't I like intellectual pursuits, which, like, I don't get sports either. But I don't think I'm smarter for it. I feel, yeah. if anything, I feel dumber. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, sports are kind of boring, but like, you know, I I get why people like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. You know, we all like things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I listen to shitty drone music. So. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, I did. I don't think I caught that. I just remember him. I do remember him saying JVC, which is oh, is JVC? No, JVC is not the name of the thing. What does that stand for? I don't know. Because it's, it's, it's not studio band. Oh, um, maybe that was the name of the competition. Uh, hold on, I'm looking it up. The Japan Victor Company. No, there was something else. Um, I don't know. It was I forgot what it was, but it had something to do with what maybe it was the competition he was in. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't sports related. It definitely wasn't junior varsity. <laughs> But yeah, I don't, the thing too I wonder about too, I guess it kind of stopped after he started with the studio band, was he liked going to movies with his dad. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, it was <laughs> cute. That was um, cute. 
But and also, you know, he's it, he can be kind of empathetic sometimes, like where he put raisinets in the popcorn they shared, but he eats around the raisinets and he just puts them in there because his dad likes them. I thought that was but sweet. But didn't his dad say, like, oh, why aren't you eating the raisinets? It's like, I don't know. That was a weird moment. He's, his dad said, because he... Miles Teller pours the raisinets into the popcorn that they're sharing, and he right. says, "Why, why aren't you eating the raisinets?" And he said, "Like, oh, I don't like them. I just eat around them." But like, he knows his dad likes raisinets in his popcorn. He's he's still sharing. I think it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a. I think it was. Ne- I I also I was a little unclear whether he lived with his dad or not. I was curious as to where his family was supposed to. be from because I kind of got a sense I guess that they're supposed to live in the city or near the city or something but like they're in New York but I can't tell if um and his dad is there like I feel like he's from New York too and he's also going to school in New York but I can't tell if he's living with his dad or he's living in like a like a I think he's living in a in like a dorm or apartment or something maybe but yeah I don't know it there was something about, like, the dinner scene that, like, struck me as Midwestern. Oh, the dinner scene took place on a different planet. That was, like... Yeah, the, I was, like... Everything else seems so, um... New I don't know, like, grimy-looking, I guess. Yeah, I thought that whole sequence was bizarre, because the, the girlfriend was from... She was from, like, the Midwest or something, right? And... She was from, like, like the, yeah, I think she was from the Midwest. She wasn't from New York. Yeah. She was from a ways from New York. And they so, could tell. Yeah. Those, those kids. Exactly. <laughs> she said. But she went to Fordham. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There, were, <clears throat> there was a lot of, like, weird location stuff within the movie that I thought made it kind of difficult. Because I don't think I'd know this movie was supposed to be New York if they didn't say Fordham, to be honest. Oh, I, I think it feels like New York. Um, just the, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it feels kind of like, uh, the whole movie is New York at night. Um, and it, cause I don't, I don't know what it is, but like maybe yeah. like the scene where he's walking and he's like holding a slice of pizza. Oh, maybe. And like the, I think it, and he walks into the bar. That whole vibe felt uh, very familiar. I think maybe because I took the most away from the scenes and like the classrooms and things. Mm-hmm. Like those really, it, well, like you said with the dinner scene, those feel like a different planet. It's like you're on, you're in J.K. Yeah. Simmons' world now. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and then even when he when he gets kicked out of school and like he's kind of wandering around, I assumed he was in New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know. Well, because because <laughs> jazz. Because jazz, okay. and I I guess I have New Orleans on my mind. I guess recently, um, but yeah. So I'm like, oh, he's in New Orleans. Oh, cool. <laughs> the the teacher ended up in New Orleans too. What a funny coincidence. Um, but yeah, but now, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like to think that he still just went to New Orleans and 
bump into the Tito. Immediately after the events of this movie, he booked it. Well, to and, New the, and then they flew back for Carnegie Hall, and then yeah, it's really romantic. It's him and J.K. Simmons got it's a little a, studio together. They got on, on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. J.K. Um, Simmons would be a fun sugar daddy. He he is he is like such a daddy in this movie. <laughs> he like, is. People say this, <laughs> and it's not it's not just that like, um he's just like needlessly cruel for no reason. Like he gets pleasure out of it, but it's also like his the insults are so beautifully written. Oh, like yeah. he rehearsed them. Um, well, one of the things I think only one of his lines was improvised. And even, really? I heard in the, the moment where he says, I'm going to fuck you like a pig is uh which very daddy line oh yeah um, <laughs> but um that's that's the only one he improvised and it was just a mistake he made and like he argued with the director to to cut it out and put the original thing in and he was like yeah sure and then uh so that's so much funnier than whatever it else could it have was, been it was gonna be i'm gonna gut you like a pig but i'm gonna fuck you like a pig is such a better line it's funnier and it's all it's also makes more sense to like the layers of this character yeah um well, especially when he starts screaming at everyone about their sexuality like um, <laughs> okay yeah the the fat jokes weren't necessary the homophobic slurs weren't necessary but like some of these some of these insults were so like well written and yeah. was, this movie is very quotable in like a mean girl's yeah. way. <laughs> a lot of the insults are very like they catch you off guard, but they're very like if some if someone told me fuck off Johnny Utah and turn my pages, bitch, I'd be like, great. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot about that one. That's so good. J.K. Simmons doesn't even say that. Miles Teller says that. That's when he starts adopting his mannerisms because they're <laughs> in love. Turn my pages, bitch. Turn my pages, bitch. That's so good. There are so many good lines in this movie. I'm going to say that to someone sometime soon. <laughs> I have to find a time, but... <laughs> One day it'll be the perfect moment. Yeah. <laughs> if we use it. When I, when I call up all my ex-girlfriends to come to my comedy show. No, <laughs> and then they're like, I have to see with my boyfriend. I'll be like, fuck you, Johnny Utah. Turn my pages, bitch. Bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> you don't even... You're not even playing the drums in this show. You don't know... <laughs> No one is, there are no pages to be turned. I'm like Fred, uh, is it Fred Armisen that plays yeah. the drums? Yeah. I'll be Fred Armisen. <laughs> the only person on the planet who plays the drums and does comedy. <laughs> there are Quest no Quest Love, kind of. I don't know. I guess, I guess Quest Love is a lot just of people do. It's just the only one I can think of at this moment. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know. Fred Armisen should have made a cameo. They should have had a Metallica reference and Fred Armisen. No, but they did do a whiplash joke on SNL with Fred Armisen and J.K. Simmons, where J.K. Simmons was hosting to promote whiplash. And they kept having, it's funny, and they kept having members of the cast try to play the drums and J.K. Simmons is like uh, getting angrier. And then Fred Armisen comes in, blows everyone away. And J.K. Simmons is like, okay, it's it's cute. (laughs) 
That's a that sounds like an SNL sketch. It is an SNL. Sketch. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, should we talk about the? Yeah, you kind of touched on it already, but the music. I like it. It's I don't, good. I don't think I have the um, the education to comment on it. Yeah, but. I like, I really appreciate it. I've always had kind of an appreciation for it, but I think I really do in this movie. What I think this movie emulated well, too, was the fact that when you rehearse a piece of music, it gets stuck in your head in, like, a way that you end up really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Because... I, I just have memories from being in, like, chorus in high school and, like, doing the same song a thousand times. And, like, then that's all you can hum to yourself. And, like, you know, not that, like, I was necessarily humming Whiplash or Caravan to myself. But, like, by the end of the movie, I was like, okay, cool, I dig these songs. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think the songs were good and fun. I also, like, I really was very invested in the last 10 minutes. Like, I think yeah. that whole sequence is beautifully done. They found a really good way to make a drum solo sound interesting. Yeah. Because the the cliche with rock shows is, oh, when the drummer's doing his solo, it's time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I was like, oh, this... I get it, but I disagree. I think that's like one of the most fun solos. Like yeah. it's for this for the for for this if, it it is. If only for this movie. Like oh, no, I, for I this enjoy movie, seeing the drummer. Yeah, no, I well I think also because you're so invested in him. And he does you know, I'm not familiar with jazz that much, but like it seems like he does a lot of really interesting stuff. Yeah. Instead of just, like, playing it, where, like, when you're at a rock show, a drummer, you kind of know what he's going to do. Like, I think there's something about, I mean, I imagine this is true for a lot of musicians and a lot of genres, but I think there's something about this type of jazz where, like, when they get really into it, they, they, like, you can see in their eyes they're somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so... They're so in it that they're, like, not here on Earth anymore. Like They all get the sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) like when i would see uh when i went to like jazz clubs with my dad there was always a guy often the drummer too but not just the drummer who like his eyes would just go in the back of his head he he wasn't looking at anything he was just like sweating yeah to win it that's uh, it's something about this genre people get into it yeah it's it's good stuff. I was listening to the soundtrack on my way home from work today, and I was, like, surprised by how into it I got, too. Because, yeah. like, usually, like, I would I used to put on, like, cool jazz to study to. But that's, that's what I do, too. Sometimes. Yeah. But, like, it's very engaging, and, like, it's this wasn't relaxing, which isn't a negative quality but like i was like okay like, technically ella fitzgerald is also jazz but it's not the same thing yeah you know there's that was one of the big things i learned when i started listening to jazz to study was there's a big difference between smooth jazz and 
jazz. <laughs> and this. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't know, it's it's lively and engaging and yeah. it's good shit. I, I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, everything about this movie is really good. Yeah. Can you think of anything I didn't like? Um, I do, every time I see J.K. Simmons in anything, someone pointed out to me years ago that he looks like a hairless cat, and he really does. And that's all I thought about it the whole time. Have I, you ever I, seen a Sphinx cat? No. I'm going to Google yeah. it. Um, it. They look like J.K. Simmons. Whenever I look at J.K. Simmons, I can't help but think about, yeah, yeah. Mm, right? I I just always think of his role in Spider-Man. Oh. So I'm, like, half expecting him to say, like, drum harder and get me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> so that that's my one J.K. Simmons. But, but like, that, that's a J.K. Simmons problem. I felt that way with Juno. This is, a, this is the second J.K. Simmons movie we've done, too. He was in Juno. I forgot. Yeah, he's the dad. Yeah. That he's one he a good really, actor. Yeah. He's multi-talented. Oh, he is. Yeah. Um, I did read, I, apparently the initial, like, they, this was a short film first. Right. Um, J.K. Simmons was in the short film. Someone else was playing Miles Teller's part. And then when they did some actor that I've never heard of, I forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> that sounds so mean. <laughs> like they replaced him for Miles Teller for the feature length, and then it became came like a huge success which is like kind of sad but it happened well because miles teller what i think is interesting about miles teller is he's famous but i don't know if i'd say he's an a-lister um i think i think he will be i i don't think he i wouldn't i don't know like who counts as a-list or b-list um from what i understand meryl streep is like a-list tom hanks is a-list um, most everyone else is B-list, and then C-list is, like, reality TV stars. D-list is Dancing with the Stars contestants. <laughs> and former child star. Yeah, I, see, I, I guess because I think of J.K. Simmons as an A-lister. I, I don't think I would consider him an A-lister. I would consider him a B-lister. An A-lister is, like, um... I think they categorize it so that when you're pitching a movie, if the person is on the cast list, you're guaranteed to get money right. to uh, distribute it and get butts in the seats at the theater. I don't know if J.K. Simmons is that. <laughs> I mean, I love him. A lot of people do, but he's not Tom Hanks. <laughs> that, prob- that probably is. like That's a yeah. much more well thought out where I was just going to be like, nah, J.K. Simmons is like an A-lister. Because he's, if we're just ranking them on talent, yeah, uh, he, gets, he gets all the A's. Um, I, I guess in the sense that, like, I'd recognize J.K. Simmons if I saw him in the street. I don't think I'd recognize Miles Teller. <laughs> Miles Teller looks like everyone I went to high school with. Yeah, he's every like quiet Jewish boy in my class. Yeah, I have his picture right here, and I'm like, that looks I can I can think of five guys I had classes with in high school that look like Miles Teller. But like, yeah, he. I think that in a couple of years he might be. I don't. But even like, he's done like big movies. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, mean, he's 
he exists. I mean, I think this movie. Are you going to say he exists? (laughs) I was going to say he exists like in the public eye, like people know who he is. But, um, and he's been in like movies that were a big deal, but I think like before Whiplash, I don't know if a lot of people would know who he was. Yeah. I don't know. I think, but I don't, I guess I can't think of that many, I guess cause he's young and like, I'm trying to think of other young actors that like, I would know if I saw them like on the street and I was going to say like Jonah Hill, but I think Jonah Hill's 30 now. So Jonah Hill has a distinct um, yeah. face, but like I saw Nick Roll at Trader Joe's the other day and I'm so mad. I didn't say anything <laughs> That, that's but, disappointing. Didn't you see Lin-Manuel Miranda kind of recently? Too? I'm shy. I see famous people. I don't talk to them. Actually, when I saw Nick Kroll at Trader Joe's, I stood behind him in line and stared at him. Like, I was right behind him in line. And he was there for a while. He was, like, talking to the cashier. And the cashier was like, hey, like, how's uh, being a, a big star? Because he's, like, kind of from my hometown. This was oh, in my hometown. Oh yeah, he's he's a he's West from Westchester. Yeah, but um, he was he clearly like wanted to get out of there and didn't want to be annoyed. But I spent the entire time staring at him, hoping he would like make eye contact with me so I could be like, "Hello." Hey, <laughs> I feel like I had that with someone kind of recently where I just like made eye contact and I was like, "Hey," and they're like, "Hey." Um, oh, I had that with Frank Turner, who's not as famous as Nick Kroll, but. And it was, like, a day after I'd interviewed him. But um, he was like, I need to go get food. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to chat. I chatted with you yesterday. Um, I think the worst was when I saw um, uh, the actress who played uh, Chang on Orange is the New Black, who isn't a big star. No one would probably recognize her unless they've seen Orange is the New Black. And I texted uh, my friends, I just saw Chang from Orange is the New Black, and I don't remember who, but someone was like, are you absolutely certain it wasn't just, like, an Asian woman who you stereotyped? And I was like, yes! I'm positive. <laughs> I, yes, I considered that possibility, but I know it was her. <laughs> um, I'm trying to... I Do you know, what's her name, Malin Ackerman? Yeah. She... I don't know if she still is, but she was dating a member at the country club that I used to work at. Really? And um, she has a very distinctive back tattoo. What is her back tattoo? It's, uh, I, don't, I think if you Google Malin Ackerman back tattoo, it's like a sun or something. It's like oh. not anything special, but like, it's a good way to like identify who it is. And mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really know who she was at the time, but everyone was like, oh, the girl from 27 Dresses is here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I'm like, oh, she was in Watchmen. <laughs> and now she's in Billions. And I'm She dating. was in that um, kind of obscure uh, satire, Final Girls. <laughs> That's the thing I remember her from. See, now I just think, because she plays the guy's wife in um, Billions... Oh. And and I'm basically a middle-aged man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had... I was going to say something about some celebrity, but I, I can't remember now. I don't know. Meeting celebrities is weird, and like meeting them in public is even weirder. 
I've never not been. I've met many a celebrity in my life, and I've never been like charming and cool in front of them. I've always been incredibly awkward. I always try to be like, oh hey, you know, I really like this weird random thing you do, and then leave it at that. Oh, yeah. I met Chris Gethard, and that happened. Oh um, yeah. And I was like drunk at a show, um, and I was like, I really liked Career Suicide. And he was like, thanks for checking it out, man. But you could see he was also uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> well, he, he talks a lot about social anxiety, and that's yeah. what I love about him. <laughs> yeah. I also, like, followed him to the bar. Because uh, <laughs> I wanted to say hi. Um, that's what I do. I follow, if I see a favorite person. follow them I, and then don't say anything. I follow them for a while, consider talking to them, and then chicken out and hide behind, like, a tree. That's that's my move. See, I I think I just have this fantasy in my head where I'm like, I'm going to tell Chris Gethard I like career suicide, and then he's going to be like, let's hang out sometime. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to... I think the dream is to, like, come off so chill, like, you don't even know they're famous, and then they're like, want to get a beer? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think... Something like I think something like that happened to like my dad back in the day, uh, like in the nineties or something, because he has all these pictures with uh, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> from back when he was Marky Mark, That's and really like funny. I guess like he was out at a bar for like a family thing, and like Mark Wal- Wahlberg was just at the bar. And, like, one of my uncles was like, that's Marky Mark, and went up and started talking to him, and he, like, hung out with them for, like, an hour. I know, um, when I was in high school, my friend's older brother hooked up with Amanda Bynes at a bar, and... That's fucking insane. Me and all my, the, the, me and all the girls were freaking out, and he's, like, a few years older, and he didn't really know who Amanda, like, he was familiar with her, but he didn't realize how, like, how big she was, how much we cared. We were like, you hooked up with, and he was like, I don't know, (laughs) nothing came of it, like, (laughs) I don't think we're gonna talk again. We were like, did you get her number, and can we hang out? (laughs) Is she okay? (laughs) That's a, see, but, like, that's the best story. I think... One of my girlfriend's friends made out with one of the One Direction guys. That's great. The, the one from Ireland. But she was like, she was like, I think if she was a little bit older, she would have gone home with him. But <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So funny. Meeting famous. One of the things I've heard that some people do with famous people that I worry that I'm going to do. I thought I was going to be able to loop this back around. I'm not, but I'm going to say it because I already started it. Um, was uh, sometimes it happens if you're like someone that has like a distinctive phrase or like if you're like a stand-up comic or something. And like I heard Mike Birbiglia say like sometimes people will like come up to me and try to like tell versions of my jokes back to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can only imagine if you're someone like... Ah, uh, fuck, I'm trying to think. Like, Bill Murray, who's been in a million quotable movies. Yeah. People must come up to him and just be like, this man has no dick. <laughs> and, like... I'm sure that's charming at first, but annoying after a while. Yeah. So, what's his name? The guy from Back to the Future carries cards around with him. To, really? to tell people like 
<laughs> it like has like frequently asked questions. He's like, yes, I'm nicer in person. The guy that played Biff, not Michael J. Fox. Oh, okay. No, okay. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what? That would be so much weirder. Um, <laughs> but he's like, yes, I am nicer in person. Some, it's like some weird randomly asked questions. He's like, no, I don't really know Michael J. Fox that well. Yes, he's very nice. Aww. So, I don't know. I feel like if people went up to J.K. Simmons, they would just be like, pictures of Spider-Man. I feel like they would just yell whiplash insults at him. Whiplash. Hopefully he would know what they are. Instead of having people <laughs> scream, I'm going to fuck you like a pig. Can you imagine, though, like being a famous person, being known for a line for... like that? And that's what people yell at you across the street when oh, they recognize you. Like that would be awesome. Now. I would love that. I'm going to I'm going to meet J.K. Simmons and say it to him. <laughs> like if you, you yell at J.K. Simmons, I'm, I'm going to fuck, fuck you, like, you a like a pig. And he doesn't get it at first. That would be horrifying. Like, you know, like that movie you did. You, know, you like won the, the Academy you Award for. You know, you, know you the said. Movie, I saw that. You were really good in it. Please don't hate me. You said <laughs> it first. Yeah, you said it. I'm quoting you. <laughs> I feel that would be the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like at that point too, he'd be uncomfortable. So I yeah. guess. I don't know. But he's he Jake did it so well. He delivered every line so well. Wow, he's a good he's a really good actor. He is. And it was a good character. Yeah. Um any final thoughts on Whiplash? Um, I mentioned that he looks like a cat, so that's, <laughs> that's my that's my main uh, thesis statement. I think I think there should have been Metallica song, but you know, <laughs> you know minor quips. That's it, just a Metallica song.